This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Governor Ivey issues a time frame for the state of Alabama to proceed with executing a death row inmate. Ivey sent a letter to the commissioner of the Alabama Department of Corrections regarding inmate James Barber. In that letter, Ivey set a 30-hour time frame for the lethal injection of Barber to occur starting 12 a.m. July 20th. The state Supreme Court has already authorized the execution and did so on May 3rd giving both the ADOC and the governor 30 days to work out the dates and details. In the letter, Ivy also said she has no plans to grant clemency to Barber, but she still retained her authority to do so, as granted by the Alabama Constitution. Also happening on Tuesday night, the governor signed a bill into law that prohibits biological males from competing in women's or girls' sports programs at the collegiate level. Ivy said it's all about fairness, plain and simple, after she signed the bill. Last year, Ivy signed into law a ban on transgender athletes from competing in a sport that's not in line with their gender at birth throughout all K-12 through public schools in Alabama. Citizens in the city of Mobile are trying to get the word out to the public as well as spur city leadership to take action against a drag queen event that is planned for June 9th in front of a Catholic church. The event is being sponsored by the city of Mobile's Parks and Recreation Department and the Mobile Arts Council. There will also be a kid zone established at this event, which has caused one Mobilian to address the city council during its latest meeting. Kathy Odom is concerned that kids will be exposed to things that are very inappropriate. Now we have a family-friendly event in Cathedral Square, which is part of Mobile City Parks. How can drag queen show, or how can a drag queen show be available to our children? We don't want our children going X-rated movies or watching porn. Ironic that this is in front of our Catholic cathedral, which backs all our Judeo-Christian principles upon which this country was founded. How about an inside venue for an adult crowd who may agree with this LGBTQ plus lifestyle? I do not want my grandchildren exposed to this. We are not the woke city that these events portray, nor do we want to be. The event is being held at Cathedral Square, which is a park that's in front of the Cathedral Basilica of the Immaculate Conception, which was built in 1711. There are now three separate school districts in North Alabama in search of new school superintendents. Those districts are the Huntsville City Schools, Albertville City Schools, and Russellville City Schools. The most recent opening occurred this past Tuesday in Russellville, with the school board voting to not extend the contract for Dr. Heath Grimes. The reason for that decision was not revealed. The contract for Grimes will continue into the spring of 2024, so Grimes has one more year to complete. In Huntsville, the school board has already received 20 applications and will begin the process of reviewing and ranking them in the days ahead. Last week, the president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty, Matt Clark, wrote an article for 1819 News about the effort to bring diversity, equity, and inclusion into the testing process for law school graduates who are seeking to get their license, which is also known as the bar exam. Clark wrote that it would be a disaster for DEI to be implemented in an area that needs a colorblind and impartial way of ensuring that future attorneys have the necessary skills and knowledge. Clark joined the Daily Detail this week to discuss the issue further. Uh, It's pretty difficult to get into the legal industry just like it is with the medical industry. In both cases, the people that are coming to these professionals have very serious problems where they need very serious help. 
you know, if you go to a doctor, it's because your health is in jeopardy and you, you need somebody to help fix that. Same thing with being a lawyer. It's because your life, your liberty, your property is in jeopardy, and those are very serious matters. So at the end of the day, you want a lawyer that has two things. Number one, the character uh, to be worthy of his job, and then number two, the competence in order to win your case. Let, let's say you've got a divorce uh, proceeding and somebody's threatening to take your kids away. You know, it's a nightmare scenario for a lot of people. And if you came to a lawyer saying, they're trying to take my kids away, I'm worried I'm never going to see them again. Can you help me? And if the lawyer says, well, no, but you should feel good about it yourself uh, because I'm gay. Well, nobody cares. I'm sorry. Nobody cares. They only care about one thing, which is, can you competently represent me uh, and, and help me win my case? And so if we water down uh, standards like the DEI proponents are um, saying that we need to do, then the public is going to suffer for it. And, and that's unacceptable. The Daily Details conversation with Matt Clark about this issue will continue into the next report. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, there were fighting words put out by several members of Congress right after the Memorial Day weekend. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy talked more about the FBI director Christopher Wray this past Tuesday than he did about the debt ceiling deal that he and Joe Biden reached over the weekend. We have jurisdiction over the FBI, which they seem to act like we do not. I personally called uh, Director Ray and told him he needs to send that document. Today is the deadline. So let me not just tell you, let me tell Director Christopher Ray right here, right now. If he misses the deadline today, I am prepared to move contempt charges in Congress against him. We have jurisdiction over this. He can send us that document. We have the right to look at that. Republicans and Democrats alike in that committee. And if he does not follow through with the law, we will move contempt charges against Christopher Ray and the you FBI. Says, they are Mr. not Speaker. above the law. The chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, James Comer, has already taken steps to hold Ray in contempt of court. Meanwhile, other Republicans in the U.S. House are spitting out fighting words directed at McCarthy himself after the deal was reached with Biden. Here is Texas Congressman Chip Roy, surrounded by six or more other Republicans who are not going to vote for the deal to go through. Look, there's a reason our Democrat colleagues support this. There's a reason that Mitt Romney supports this. It's all the same stuff. There's a reason that our conservative allies are opposing it roundly. The Club for Growth scoring against it. The Heritage Foundation scoring against it. Freedom Works scoring against it. At the end of the day, the only person that would default in this town is Joe Biden, unless Republicans default on the American dream by voting for this bad bill. That is why this group will oppose it. We will continue to fight it today, tomorrow, and no matter what happens, there's going to be a reckoning about what just occurred unless we stop this bill by tomorrow. Congressman Dan Bishop of North Carolina took it even further by saying that he will not be voting for the debt ceiling deal and he's in favor of removing McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. Bishop did say he will wait to discuss the issue with other Republicans in the House before filing for a motion to vacate. That motion became much easier to do to the Speaker of the House following the lengthy debate and negotiations that occurred this past January amongst Republicans before McCarthy was voted in as leader of the House. The effort by the U.S. Department of Defense to meet with Chinese military counterpart leaders has not gone well. Chinese Defense Minister Li Shangfu has rejected the request coming from Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. The U.S. was asking to meet with Shangfu during a security forum that's going to be held in Singapore this coming weekend. 
Pentagon Press Secretary Pat Ryder confirmed that the invitation was rejected this past Tuesday. It's interesting that secretaries for other U.S. federal agencies have been able to meet with their Chinese counterparts, such as National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and U.S. Ambassador to China Nicholas Burns. However, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was completely rebuffed by his Chinese counterpart. Donald Trump released a video this week regarding his presidential campaign policy on chain migration. Trump says he will make this one of his first executive orders should he regain the White House. Joe Biden has launched an illegal foreign invasion of our country, allowing a record number of illegal aliens to storm across our borders. From all over the world, they came. Under Biden's current policies, even though these millions of illegal border crossers have entered the country unlawfully, All of their future children will become automatic U.S. citizens. Can you imagine? As part of my plan to secure the border on day one of my new term in office, I will sign an executive order making clear to federal agencies that under the correct interpretation of the law, going forward, the future children of illegal aliens will not receive automatic U.S. citizenship. It's things like this that bring millions of people to our country and they enter our country illegally. The baseball pitcher for the Washington Nationals, Trevor Williams, has released a public statement about the Los Angeles Dodgers and their plans to have a queer and trans nun impersonators be honored on Pride Night on June 16th. The group of drag queens dressed as nuns go by the name of Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They make every effort to mock Catholics. The group is being given the Community Hero Award by the Dodgers. Trevor Williams is a Catholic, and in his statement released, he said the invitation is disrespectful to the 4 million Catholics in Los Angeles County alone, and that it also violates the Dodgers' discrimination policy about behavior that is indecent or discriminatory against particular groups or religions. Catholic Vote is an organization that has now raised $1 million to launch a boycotting campaign against the Dodgers. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 